we ain't recording none of that, bro. Run me my intro, Pat Wick. Hurry the fuck up. Producer's body for real. Like, I quit. I quit. I suck. Holy smokes, everybody. For the third motherfucking time, Drake Kamikaze is bringing you the beer buds banter why did i say for the third time pat wick because kamikaze we have been trying to record or have been thinking we have been recording the show and we have not been recording the show nope nope <laughs> uh if you've been unfortunate ones out there this is what we've been putting up, crickets. Okay, but so I... your boy is not the best GM in the world. Q, 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 you know, you got to cue it up. But I do want to uh, go back to my introduction because I did, I forgot to say that I am here, you know, and by I, I am Drake Kamikaze, the king, you know. Um, but I am here with my six-man tag team, Hurst. First was Pat Wick, and you heard my guy, you know, yeah, that's my guy. You know, mom can fall back because if it's going to a date or going to a game, we're going to a game that day. Probably not because I know my guy, but I can say that on the show. And then our six-man tag team, host. I'm back. He's back. <laughs> black sheep is in the studio, homies. Take He's 99. back. I know you guys missed him, and we recorded a show Sunday, and he wasn't here. But he said, "Hey, he had to stop in for the 420 show. That's what it is." Black sheep, tell him what's up today. What we doing? All right. So it's 420. So we blazing. Drinking some Heineken. We're gonna pick some teams. obviously beer buds band. You know, we're gonna pick some teams. What AOC and NFC. What we're doing is we're picking four teams apiece, one at a time. And the last four teams in East Division is the clown division. And at the end of the regular season, we're gonna see what four teams combined <laughs> has the most wins. So are we going with the cards <laughs> that we drew the last round? Well, yeah, because we didn't get to pick one of them. I guess we can all right, so yeah, all right, so we're going with the cards that we drew the last round while we weren't recording. Uh, yeah. Kamikaze drew the middle pick, uh, Black Sheep and Patwick drew the same number, uh, but they're gonna go opposite divisions of their teams, which means that Black Sheep is gonna draft first for the AFC, and no, Black Sheep is gonna draft first for the NFC, but Patwick is gonna go first overall in this whole thing because we're starting with the AFC, and Patwick's gonna take. Start the thing off. Take him. Take take, I'm going to take a trade. What? Oh, he's going to offer a trade. With Black Sheep. What? I offer you a pass if we just swap picks. A pass on what? You pick for AFC, I pick for NFC. And a pass? And a pass. Okay, let's do it. 
All right, yay! What do you mean by and a pass? Well, he gets a pass for the for that. For what rolling, for rolling up? up? Right, and then I we just swap picks. We just swap picks. So you're picking first for the AFC? Yay! And you're picking first for the NFC? Yay! Okay. All right. And we, and we kill and we kill Kamikaze rap around. Yay! <laughs> and they kill the Kamikaze rap around. It's a win win for Black Sheep and Pat Wick, baby. That's right. We're playing the devil's game. <laughs> Everything backfired on Kamikaze's day. He messed up the audio in the first one. So you got to backfire now. You know, you know normally I, I wouldn't pile on. But fuck that shit. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to pile on too to uh, our homeboy Vince out there. Wasn't able to get on the show. Vince, I love that you're wearing dresses. I can't wait for you to get on the show. Yeah, <laughs> you love that he's wearing dresses. Who fuck said the that? Yankees. Fuck the Yankees. Fuck, fuck the, the Skankies. Okay, we can agree on that. But I... Fuck y'all for fucking me. That's it. First Let's pick. go. First pick overall, Black Sheep. Buffalo Bills. Wow, what a surprise. Woo! Sheep Woo! takes Buffalo. I'm picking the same order as the last time. And then Drake Kamikaze at pick number two is going to take his. Baltimore Ravens. Pat Whip was going to steal him. Pat Whip back to back picks now. Go ahead, Pat. I'm going to pick the Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, that means you, I get one of your teams. And I'm going to piggyback that with the Las Vegas Raiders. Sorry. All right, give me KC again. KC in Black Sheep. Okay. Well, y'all forgot. What, the coach? That you don't pick middle. I pick middle. Uh, you don't pick KC. Uh, you can give Drake Kamikaze the Kansas City Chiefs because I'm in the middle. Makes it even better for me. Give me the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos. <laughs> okay, she is your pick. The Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. Man, my stack. No you one got the Colts. Two, so I just did no, two. are you picking the Colts? No, I'm saying if he just did two. But I thought that's what he was picking for you. Oh. Well, yeah. Well, go ahead. Give me them. <laughs> well, you don't want them. No, he just picked Denver. Right, right but, but he get the rap Oh, well, then, That's yeah. why I was like, wait. Sorry. I guess so I didn't get any. <laughs> and since y'all doing them like that I will go ahead and take my wait I'm in the middle. <laughs> wow. It's you again. Yeah, it's you wow. so, okay. you Pat last two and then Tennessee Titans. Alright, now it's Pat for his last two and then you and then me for my last Cincinnati two. Bengals. Damn, my team is still oh, Go ahead. Oh, I get two picks? Yeah. No, it's, yeah, yeah, it's your last pick right here. Last team. Oh, man. Last pick. Can I see the list? Ooh, I might, I oh, might man. You on, messed it up. Might skeet on by. Oh, man. I know Kamikaze won't take him. Mm, man. 
I only want one team, so. Me too. Oh, you know, if Pat don't take him here, I got him. I'm going to go with Miami Dolphins again. Well, fuck you. <laughs> Is who you want it? Yeah. Oh. Uh, who you want? Go ahead. It's on you. Oh, it's on me? Yeah, I get the last pick. Well, I'm in the middle, so I'll take yeah. the New England Patriots. Breaking news, everybody. Kamikaze is once again. Take the New England Patriots. Man. Hey, they were best last. You took the Bengals. Best last. You took the Bengals. Yeah. Did I take the Bengals last? Yes. That's my last thing? No, that wasn't your last. Miami was your last, but before that. Okay. I was going to say. So all he got left is... I'm going to take... Come on, bro. Take him. You know you want to take him. You want to take him. You want to take him. I'm going to take... They're going to have an inspired season this year because of Dwayne. You know what, Pat? Wait. You know who I'm going to take? I'm going to Houston, Texas. Whoa! That's exactly who I knew he was going to take. I would have took Man, the two if I was you in that a position. little talking we did earlier in another show, buddy. So, the ass team or ass division of the AFC is the Pittsburgh Steelers. The New York Jets. Oh, I'm going to take the Jags. The Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> And the Cleveland Browns. Man. Okay. That. Is everybody happy with their AFC pick? Hey. Yeah. Okay. I feel better not, about this than I felt better about not, my last it's not pick. As good as this team I got. What up with the Indianapolis Colts? You did, right? Yeah. And KC, right? Yeah. And okay. I got Buffalo. Buffalo. And the wow. last one, but I got KC now. Oh, no, I didn't get KC. So who did you get? I got Buffalo, Denver. Um, Colts, and then the Texans. All right, Black Sheep. Yeah, I got Baltimore Ravens, Tennessee Titans, Kansas City Chiefs, and the England Patriots. I uh, got the Dolphins. Pat Wake got the Dolphins, the Bengals, the Raiders, the Raiders, and the Chargers. I'm solid, man. I'm solid. Okay. I'm solid. So let's go NFC now. <laughs> Where Pat Wick has the very first pick, which was a strategic trade because I know exactly why you did it, and Black Sheep knew why you was doing it too. So go ahead and take those Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Thank you. I, I don't need to say anything. I did. But guess stuff. what? Your boy's in the middle. So now he can take those Los Angeles Rams. Good pick, right? Yeah. Statistically, they should be back. That's who Black Sheep wanted. Nah, 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 nah. That's who exactly we wanted? Who you nah. picking? Arizona, of course. You picking Arizona? Of course. Then and he then, snakes back around, right. right? And then guess who else I'm going to get? Who's that, Black Sheep? 49 Your cousin. My cousin? Kirk Hunter. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers with the Packers. Very nice. Very yeah, nice. Yeah, Kyle Murray and Aaron Rodgers. And since 
He got Green Bay off rip and Arizona off rip. I'm going to go ahead and take the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Minnesota Vikings, and then let me see the uh, list again. All right, so we have L.A. off the board. Let me see the the thing thing, the thing thing, the thing thing. All right, let's see what we got here. All right, man, you guys are killing it in this league. This thing is. I'm going to go with the hope that they are going to select the quarterback. I think they are. I'm going to go with the Carolina Panthers. And then I go I go next. Yeah. We are going to take our well, it's not really our. Yeah, yeah. But we are going to take Vince's Philadelphia Eagles. I get two picks now. My last right. two. You go for it. Give me Dallas Cowgirls. Yes. And let me see the list. And give me. Black sheep, you're on the board. Give me. Give me. Give me. The commanders again. The commanders. Notice the most... he said again. Huh? I said notice he said again. Yeah. Okay, he took the Washington Commanders. <laughs> I took the Philadelphia Eagles. It's your pick, and then Pat Wicks' last pick. I'm going to pick the Aints. Is this my last pick? Yeah. The Go New Orleans Aints. Take them again. Take your last pick again. Go for it. Do it. Do, do it. it. Do it. You won't do it. I took my last pick. You didn't take your last pick. I did. I took the Commander's last That wasn't last. You took them before your last pick, actually. But I am going to take out of the AFC, I mean the NFC West, the Detroit Lions. It's raining tacos. You have to make that pick. Bro, I really believe in him. Like, it wasn't just for mom. It was because I really believe in him. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. Well, good for you. That was, the, that was my your best pick last time. So go ahead and pick. I'm done, aren't I? No, you got one more pick. You, the last one. you picked Tampa Bay, Minnesota, and you picked the Panthers. You got your last one. And then I just picked the Aints. The Aints. Oh, Aints? Yeah. I thought that's why I was kind of confused. Okay. Wrong. So for the AFC, <laughs> for the AFC, like I was saying, Kamikaze picks Baltimore, KC, Tennessee, 
and New England. Sheep picks. Buffalo, Denver. I can't even read your handwriting. <laughs> Colts <laughs> and Houston. <laughs> While Wick picks Chargers, Vegas, Cincinnati, and Miami. And in the NFC, Kamikaze picks Rams, San Francisco, Philadelphia, and Detroit. Sheep picks the GOATs, Arizona, Green Bay, Dallas, and the Commanders. Solid. Yeah, up until Washington, you had every every Solid. great quarterback in the league, basically. Solid. And then who did uh, Pat Wick pick? I picked the GOAT, Kamikaze, not just the GOAT or the Black Sheep. I already know what I got, bro. I got what I got. Tampa Bay, of course. Because Pat Wick is always going to get Tampa Bay. Right? That's I'm right. glad this is the, the show we're recording. Right? Are we? Are we? <laughs> Are we? Are yeah, we? Okay. All right. <laughs> Just want to make sure. Uh, Tampa Bay, <coughs> Minnesota, <coughs> Carolina, Malik Willis, and then I got the eights to round it up in my fourth pick. Well, fuck you, Pat Wick, for being able to steal your Tampa Bay Buccaneers from Yay! me. Because I fucked up on being a producer. Congratulations to you. Congratulations to the Sheep for fucking me on that draft. Now we're going to move on to bigger I and better like things. <laughs> All right. Buffalo, KC, Denver, Cincinnati. Dude, you, you, you believe Buffalo, right? You what? believe. I think they're cursed. Something happened in Buffalo. There's a body over there somewhere. They, they, their team keeps getting better. And watch, they won't make the Super Bowl. I just, it's a weird, it's like a Dan Marino curse. I'm no, telling you. They'll get there or they'll lose. I don't know. Josh Allen is the best quarterback in the league. Unless he faces Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. All right. But what's going on with uh, baseball right now? Baseball, hey. by the way, I want to make sure that Kamikaze is sitting in his chair for this. A group headed up by Dave Stewart, former World Series pitcher, has pitched an idea to bring MLB team to Nashville, Kamikaze. Yeah. What? Yes. Manfred and a group of minority, the first of its kind, minority group ownership headed up by, what's up? Go ahead. Headed up by Dave Stewart. Former World yeah, yeah. Series winning pitcher will be pitching an idea within the next five years for there to be a team in Nashville. The population is growing, Kamikaze. <coughs> they house an NFL team and a NHL hockey team. Okay. Keep talking. Keep talking. And now the ability to have an MLB team. Keep talking. Um is fantastic for the city of Nashville because all of a sudden now you'll be able to bring a baseball team, which would bring a another because if you just brought one, then it would be a number, Kamikaze. Right, right, right. So look forward to two new teams within the next five years, we hope, especially one in Nashville, Kamikaze. Yeah. Yeah, that's great news. 
And just to mention that the Boston Red Sox opened the series yesterday with a dub over the motherfucking Toronto Blue Jays. It's huge. It's huge, Kamikaze, because not only are we beating the number one team in the ALE East, we are. Winning the close games, Kamikaze. Right. Winning close games against the best, as far as the stats show, in our division. Now, unfortunately for us, the Yankees won their game yesterday too. But if you look at how we're playing and how we're pitching, Nathan Ovalli was a stud yesterday, only giving up one home run off of a few, a fluke DH Collins from Toronto. Raise up. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad we'll be playing you guys at the beginning of or the start of the end of the week. I'm going to lay you down and say your prayers with you. Mm-hmm. Big old Alex. Hey. What up, oh. bro? Hey. What's going on? Am I good? Hey. Yeah, you on, bro. What up? Oh, dude. How y'all doing? Hey, you already know. Are we on? Hey. Oh, we on on right now. Oh, yeah, so yeah. this is actually the show recording. Well, let's do, let's do a, a proper thing. Hey. Uh, this is from the sideline. My man who's a writer for the Las Vegas Raiders. Hey, tell them who you write for, Alex. Uh, Alex Monfreda, write for Just Blog, baby, fan-sided. Yeah, check me out. Hey, thank you for joining us, Alex. You already know your boy Drake Kamikaze, your boy Black Sheep, who you might know as Corey, um, and then my co-host who called Vince out, Black Sheep. Alex, welcome to the show, man. Really glad you're here. You're our- Oh, Pat Wick. I fucked up. I'm drunk. Oh. <laughs> Bro, oh. this is like a fifth time trying to do this show, man. Kamikaze, no, messed it up like... 18 times, man. This man done got whooped the man and forgot what he was doing with his life. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm glad you could join us today. Um, we were drafting um, teams for from and making, like, our own, like, dominant division. Trying and then, to build the best four teams we can get out of each conference, taking one at a time, going in snake draft order. And then building the trash division with the last teams that were remaining because it's just three of us. But since we have you on, we want you to talk about uh, some some of the uh, Las Vegas Raiders moves that happened over the uh, So you have to start with Devontae Adams. I mean, there's no choice there. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, what can you say? Back-to-back All-Pro, he's essentially averaging 100 yards and one touchdown every single game throughout the last two seasons. A tiny bit less, like .1 less or something. Like It's so insignificant. And, I mean, he took – realistically, before Adams' arrival, the worst team in the league as far as having outside wideouts had to be the Raiders. I mean – Absolutely. You're talking Zay Jones was the wide receiver one, and Renfro's the slot, so he doesn't. I mean, I think the Ravens got y'all beat on the worst wide receiver one, but I, y'all were up there. 
<laughs> but Adams instantly changes every single dynamic of the Raiders' offense, really. It opens up everything, and the Raiders were actually – oh, I can't remember this number off the top of my head. I think they were 29th last year in um red zone efficiency, meaning the percent of times they scored a touchdown went in the red zone. And Adams just – I mean, he's been the best uh, red zone receiver for – Last what four years? Instantly right. changes yeah, that. I, I I would agree. We're all big fans over here. <coughs> so, I mean, you really can't start with anything else besides Adams, right? And I drafted him first in the first round in fantasy last year, so you already know like how I feel about it. That's you a Jonathan Taylor. He's the best. That. He's the but he he's the best wide receiver in the league because the uh, DeAndre Hopkins took a step back last year. Yes, he so, did. Yes, he did. With so. the um, Alex, I want to ask you a question. Uh, with obviously the addition to Devontae, um, with your weapons at wide receiver and tight end now, do you feel like the running game will finally get established in Las Vegas? Oh, that's a tough question because it's going to help, of course. But what really hurts the Raiders is they were ranked 28th in the league last year with offensive line per PFF. And the only moves they've done is re-signing two of those players that were on that line. So that's where that really hurts them because they've done nothing to address that. You know, in a division where it would really cause, I mean, really be assertive to have that running game, especially with what you can do now in the passing game with Devontae and Derek Carr's connection together. I just feel like that's really something the Raiders should maybe address either after July, once releases are made or possibly in this draft, I know we have a lot of sleepers going in the second and third, but could possibly be a need for them to maybe, you know, look within the draft. Yeah, I 100% agree. In fact, last week I actually wrote a piece that um, basically every offense in the AFC West, if you look, it's all stacked passing offenses. And right, right. to get – to get um, the advantage, you're probably going to need to run the ball. I did write that last week, so I 100% agree with you. I actually read that, bro, and I'm glad you're here, bro, because I ain't even mentioned this in our chat, bro, and the chat is the sideline joint, you know, that we do. But I ain't even mentioned it in there, bro. Like, that was a that was a great piece because you're absolutely 100% right about that, bro. I think if you see what the AFC West can do, if you can control the clock, especially if you've got a strong running game, you can see success happening there. And I feel like if the Raiders are on this path, which we've seen them kind of develop this team since the release of John Madden and over the John Madden regime, we've seen this team develop. And now the pieces are kind of falling together. It just seems to me that, you know, once we have addressed the running game, and possibly adding our depth to our defense, we can really see the true Las Vegas Raider team. Right, and to add on to that, like the Chiefs trading Tyreek Hill out of the division showed you that they understand that, oh, this division is zigging, so we got to zag. And the best thing about the Raiders is that they've always been ready to stop the run. You feel me? So that's not going to be something that you got to prepare for. They're going to be ready to do that. Absolutely. And I also want to add, so this offseason, what had happened is the Raiders actually released Alec Ingold, the fullback, who's very, very well-rounded. But what they did is they picked up Josh McDaniel's favorite fullback in New England, Jacob Johnson, Yes, who's, who's probably the best run-blocking fullback in the game. 
So that is going to help a lot. And if you know New England, you know they love to run the ball. And Josh McDaniels is going to take a page out of that Belichick offense. Well, it should be a Josh McDaniels offense. I mean, he's been running the darn thing for God knows how many years since he's been back from Denver. And uh, I definitely look forward to seeing a running game in Oakland because I just, Alex, to me, is just your running game, passing game, Super Bowl. Am I right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, the teams that can run the ball and play defense. Oh, then, by the way, you have your number one receiver now for Derek Carr. So I just feel like you, you can build, especially if you own his rights, if you can get him in a second round, third round acquisition, you own his rights for four years. That's a fresh pair of legs right behind Josh that, you know, obviously has won the load for the past two years now. Am I right, Alex? Yeah, you're right. You are right. So, um, I mean, I just want to see – I feel like two-headed monsters now are the new thing now in running games, and I, I really want the Vegas Raiders to address that. Absolutely. Um, do remember that behind <coughs> Josh Jacobs is Kenyon Drake. So they, I don't want to say that it's a two-headed monster because they have their own vision for Drake. Well, anyway, uh, Gruden had his own vision for Drake. I can't speak on McDaniels because we don't know. Correct. Correct. But, but he is there, and – to your point about having a run back locked in for four years, this is the last year of his contract. And if they want to keep him around, they probably do have to throw some dollars his way. So you do bring up a good point with having one on the roster for years to come, because that will be an issue. So what is your plan? What What do you think the Raiders should do during that draft? And we're not just going to pick on your team. We're going to, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to talk about what we're going to do, you know, as far as our squads as well, but, you know, I got you on the show, so, you know, I want to hear your opinion. So, um, both McDaniels and Ziegler have been pretty vocal about their options in the draft. And one of the main things that they've talked about is potentially trading up. So, that's something we should 100% look for. As far as who they're going to pick early, well, you have to – you really have no choice but to figure that offensive line has to be priority number one. Absolutely. And um, outside of that – there's a few other positions I could see. I could see linebacker. My most surprising yet realistic position I genuinely think is a possibility is wide receiver. I think they could 100% look to add a second monster on the outside opposed to Adams. Right. Speed specifically. I've talked about this a lot this offseason. You got to replace Henry Ruggs, right? Uh. Got to replace his name who shall not be mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's that's actually the thing because the average 40 time for a receiver is 4.5. And there's only one player on the Raiders roster who's faster than that. And he is on the roster bubble right now. Tyron Johnson, who many people have probably never heard of. And honestly, for a good reason. So they do need speed on the outside there because the offense is not that fast. Even Adams... Adams can excel, of course, and he has good top-end speed, but he's not the fastest guy, and they need to address that. So I could 100% see receiver, and the draft is loaded with fast receivers on the outside. Hey, I got a question. What's up? Now, the most losses ever in the first seven seasons belongs to Derek Carr himself. On top of that, the last five years, the most losses from a quarterback, the most turnovers from a quarterback came from who? Derek Carr. How do you feel about Derek Carr 
and his chances on leading the Raiders because obviously, I mean, the last five years, he's had the most losses in turnovers. He also had the most losses ever in the history of the NFL in the first seven years. All right. So here's my take on that. We look at the Raiders and we look at all these losses, right? And it, it's easy to say Derek Carr, he has right, losses. Right, it's easy to blame the quarterback, right? But here's the thing. When you look at the Raiders and you look at their rosters that they've had, when were they expected to win more games? They they never were. They were never expected to be this or that. And that's exactly how it ended up. They just – and to be honest with you, even last year, like they've overachieved most of these years. Last year, Absolutely. who expected them to – especially after all the turmoil they had, they were supposed to be dead in the water. They end up winning right, 10 right. games, get the fifth seed, knocked Make out for the playoffs. playoffs, but – you know, they'll address that. So you don't believe that uh, Derek Carr has a turnover issue? You know, you're not concerned with him leading the league in the turnovers the last five years. You, well, the tur- the turnovers mostly is fumbles. <laughs> he has a fumbling problem. There's no, there's really no way around that. He's not a perfect quarterback. He's a good quarterback. He's not perfect. Right. And right. part of the reason why he's not perfect is the fumbling issue, which is 100% an issue. There's no way around that. But it's really not like. The turnovers isn't an interception issue. He's right. he's pretty average with the interceptions as far as numbers go. Middle of the pack. Yeah. Fumbles, top, top of the line. Needs to be addressed. The fortunate problem here is going back to that 28th offensive line, which they haven't addressed. And you can't expect the turnover thing, specifically fumbles, to get better when you're not addressing it. Addressing and, your offensive line, right. Absolutely. And so, that's, I'm sorry. Um, no, not to cut you off. I was going to say, so if you had to make a prediction right now on you Las Vegas Raiders as far as win totals for the season and playoff prediction, what would you say right now pre-draft? How are you guys looking? How you feel? Oh, that's hard. I honestly don't remember the schedule off the top of my head, but a blind guess – I would have to say a repeat of that ten and seven season sounds pretty, pretty reasonable. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that's reasonable. I think you're underestimating what the Raiders can do now that they got Devonte Adams, bro. I like, I agree. That chemistry from high school ain't going nowhere, bro. Like <laughs> I mean, from college ain't going nowhere. Like Devonte Adams and Derek Carr got a relationship there, bro. And if you look at the uh, Aaron Rodgers Devonte Adams relationship through their Packers career, right, bro? Devontae like Adams that really, shit means something. Really made Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers through those MVP years with those catches and that chemistry. Ooh. Ooh, I like how you said Devontae Adams made Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers on this podcast we believe is Aaron Ro- overrated. <laughs> uh, I know you don't agree with that, Alex. I don't. <laughs> I don't, don't agree. agree with that, Alex. We don't all agree with that. Hey, I, I agree with that. I Black agree Sheep. With that. Hey, that's the only thing me and Black Sheep ever agree on is that Aaron Rodgers is overrated. <laughs> uh, I look- I look too much like him, Alex. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, Devontae Adams is the best route runner in the league, bro. And, and and for that, you know, and after the season he had last year, I think he's the best wide receiver in the league. You can talk about how Cooper Cup was triple count all you want, but that's nothing. Devontae Adams is consistent. But um, so we put you on a spotlight. You already know you got a Baltimore Ravens fan here and a Pittsburgh Steelers fan here. You also got a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan fan here. 
It's your chance to put all three of us on the spotlight. Um, ask us all one question you wanna you wanna ask us about our teams, or it could be about how we currently stand, or what you project, what we project us to do in the future. All right, I'll give one to each of you. For the Steelers, we'll start with the Steelers. The quarterback situation, you have to address that. What are the thoughts there? I got two thoughts. Well, here's my – if I'm the picks for the Steelers, I'm the Steelers. Here's why I'm doing I'm either A – Trading the farm for Malik Willis. No, A, I'm either – I'm either trying to get Malik Willis, where that means <laughs> trading the farm from Malik. He gonna say no when they say no, he say exactly what I say. Not the farm. I'm not trading the top ten to get him. If he's gone in the top ten, then so be it. But if he's there around 11, 12, 13, I'm trading up seven, seven picks, eight picks, and I'm getting Malik Willis. Now, if he's gone in the top ten, personally, me, I'm going to get Baker or Jimmy G. I'm getting me a bridge quarterback for a season or two. I'm waiting to see what happens between the other quarterbacks in the Which league. Which would be a smarter option because the better quarterbacks are coming out next year. So, but me personally, I'm high on Malik Willis. I told everybody about Malik Willis over a year and a half ago. Yeah, right bro. Before. He was talking about Malik Willis, bro, like, a season like and a last, half ago. Yeah. Before the last college football season played out, he was talking about Malik Willis. <laughs> so, I'm riding with him, but personally... If I can't get Malik, I'm getting a bridge quarterback. I'm trading on draft day for Jimmy G or Baker Mayfield. Yeah, that's, that's a good strategy. That's, a good that's strategy. what I would do. We got Najee Harris. We got Deontay Johnson. We got a defense. We don't care about everybody else. He asked about the quarterback situation. You told us about the that's quarterback situation. Let's move on to the next person. I'm tired of hearing about the fucking Steelers. Oh, man. All right. For the Ravens. Hmm. Oh, uh, what are your thoughts on the free agency? On the free agency? I think we fucking tucked our tail a little bit too long. I appreciate the Marcus yeah. Williams signing. You feel me? Getting somebody on a on the back end that's not afraid to make plays at the safety position. We needed that since every left. Um, so we addressed the fucking need that's been a need for a few years. But not throwing all we could throw at Bobby Wagner to get him to leave the West Coast? Bro? Yeah. Yeah. Like, we should have, like, that should have been a deal that should have been Baltimore all the way. And I'm a little bit disappointed on that. But, I know the Baltimore Ravens do what they do through the draft and if they get a free agency signing, it's just bonus. We got four picks. No, we got nine picks within the first Hundred picks of the draft, bro. So I understand that what I want ain't always what's there. So we didn't get Bobby, which I would have loved because even though he's an aging player, he's a smart player and he would have made our defense better. I know that my front office got a plan. So I'm a little bit disappointed, but I still got hope. Yeah. Yeah. I 100% agree with the Bobby Wagner situation. That was. When you guys were reported to have interest originally, I thought for sure that was a fit. That was right, like that was perfect, right? Yeah, I got <laughs> like, Where else could you go? Oh, I can go to the fucking Rams. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I can invite Jai here, but we know what happened to Jai, right? <laughs> oh, man, that would be a mess. That would be a mess. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. <laughs> 
Yeah. And you said there was a Bucks fan here? Absolutely. Pat Wick. Nice to meet you, Alex. Oh, nice to meet you. All right. My question for you would be, what are your thoughts about changing from a Bruce Arians era now to Todd Bowles? Great question, bro. Great question. I'm glad you asked that, Alex, because on earlier podcasts, I had mentioned that (coughs) this looked to me (coughs) as a setup for for one Todd Bowles from Bruce Arians' exit. I wasn't sure if it was going to be a medical issue. Obviously, I don't know if we know for sure if it was a Tom Brady issue or not, but... Obviously, Todd Bull having the experience and head coaching edged out a Byron Leftwich, which I fully approved of taking the reins over. I feel like Byron is the young, up-and-coming coach, uh, minority coach that the team or NFL desperately needs in their NFL coaching trees. But I'm not too worried. I feel like this is a perfect scenario where – Todd handles what Todd likes to handle, which is the defense. And Byron and Tom Brady are basically going to handle the offense with our acquisitions and help handle our friends going through this period. Like all the pieces are there again for a successful season. Todd, really, I feel like this is a, I don't want to say a Tony Dungy situation in Indianapolis where Peyton Manning kind of handled the offense and, you know, Tony kind of. No, that was not like. But that. for Todd Bowles as a head Tony coach, Tony Dungy was a very small coach that put the Colts in position well, to well, have all, <laughs> all of the success that they had. The problem is Tony Dungy wasn't. Tony Dungy wasn't built for the if playoffs. If you look at Todd Bowles' constituents, he is considered a great defensive coordinator. Yes, but right, but you can't compare coach, the two. But I feel like for Todd Bowles in this situation, it's a perfect storm. Todd Bowles he, still going to have success. Close to Jets, right? He did that, and that's my we, point. We we just going to forget about that? No, we're not going to forget about that. But we are going to remember that Todd Bowles is inheriting here a pretty good team, a Super Bowl caliber team. We're we're two years away, Kamikaze. Uh, to your point, Alex, I'm not concerned about Todd Bowles. Really, I feel like this is a not only a good move for the NFL and for the Bucks. Um, this is a bridge, I think. I don't think Todd is our answer for the next long term, but he will get us through these next three years until we figure out or we see what Todd Bowles can actually accomplish, Alex, with a high-caliber Bucks run offense. All right. As a black man, can I take a turn and answer this question, Alex, please? Of course, of course. All right, so let's see your boy Drake Kamikaze. I'm a black man here. So I'm the <laughs> only black man on this show right now. I think this is an answer to Brian Flores. <laughs> I think that freaking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers went to Bruce Arians and was like, hey, we got a job for you upstairs if you let Todd Bowles be our head coach so we don't get no heat while, you know, this Brian Flores shit was going on, you know? You know? That's what I think about this coaching swap. So it's I just always want to put it out there because Pat Wick over here thinking, oh, it's just a smooth transition to the next regime and shit like that. No, I think Bruce Arians was, was, was out anyway because they wanted Tom Brady anyway. And they were like, all right, well, Tom Brady was like, no, nah, I can't have Bruce Arians as my head coach because he got rid of A.B. You feel me? And I love A.B. You can't be getting rid of A.B. So 
<laughs> what happened was they was like, all right, well, let's move Todd Bowles into this spot because he's been a head coach before, so it makes sense to everybody, and they'll be distracted from the fact that Brian Flores called out the Rooney Rule, right? Alex, speak on this, please. Uh, personally, I think Todd Bowles is a great coach. Well, I think he's a great coordinator. There's clearly a difference between being a coordinator and head coach. Absolutely. Uh, to your point, the roster of the Bucks extremely good. I, I'm not sure you would know if they brought back every starter again this year. If not, it's pretty close. And the roster just remains dominant, and it it's really hard to believe that if Bowles is having a problem and he's struggling, that Arians wouldn't be there to give him a helping hand, seeing as he's still part of the Bucks. And I. I don't know. I just can't really see that it's going to be a drastic change. And I think that, but Alex, if to uh, Kamikaze's point, I think in house you had either Byron or Todd to look at if there was a. But that's in house. But when you're hiring a coach, you're supposed to interview two minority coaches. So the fact that they had two black guys in house, that was the excuse. To say, oh, we hired, we interviewed Todd and Byron. You could have went either way with it, but either way, you was gonna hire a black coach in house to get ahead of well, the hiring room. If Alex, if you could speak on this, I think Bruce Arians has been in the forefront as far as hiring not only black minority coaches but female coaches. So as far as availability for coaches, I think Bruce Arian can definitely be respected as bringing coaches no. to the forefront. No. Now, Todd Bowles' availability. Island boy for life. A.B. Oh <laughs> Bruce. I Bug Bruce. You know, oh the reason why, you know the reason why Bruce is not the coach of Tampa Bay Buccaneers no more is because Tom Brady's best friend, second best friend behind Gronk, A.B., got fired didn't have a game, and Bruce Aaron told that motherfucker to leave, so he left. AB for life. And AB was playing hurt. Island boys playing hurt. And then afterwards, Tom Brady was like, "Yo, Bruce gotta go. I ain't coming back." So Tampa was like, "Oh well, fuck you, Bruce. Tom's coming back. You got to go." So you know, Bruce Bruce had to step down from the head coach and go go somewhere else up the up the you know somewhere else in the office because. You know, Tom Brady wasn't putting up with that. Because they had they had A B. I feel like they beat the Rams last year in that championship and go to the Super Bowl. What do you think? I think that's a wild theory. I mean, who am I to say what's true and what's not, but that's a wild theory. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Alex. So with that being said, fuck Bruce Arians. Fuck Common Bruce Arians. By Alex, thank you very much. Fuck Bruce Arians. <laughs> fuck Bruce Arians, bro. I don't share their enthusiasm. I'm I apologize. Hey, um, I Alex, respect I respect coaches that bring Super Bowls to Tampa Bay. We only have two. Alex, you got any more questions? Uh, I don't. I think plug uh, yourself. Tell them where to find you on Twitter, Facebook, where to read your read your writing. Yeah, all that shit, bro. Tell like us, tell, tell these people everything, bro. Just blog, baby. Part of fan sided. Alex Monfreda. Uh, check it out, and thank you for having me, guys. All right, I'll make sure I spell it out for them on the poster that when I share the show and everything. I appreciate you for coming on. Please come back, bro. It's been great. Um, you asked some really great questions. I was surprised by that because you always fucking trolling us in the tra- chat. 
So <laughs> I appreciate this, bro. But I got a Red Sox game to catch. I'm sorry I got to cut this short. But thank you for coming on. Um, this has been the Bear Buzz Banner. Alex Monfrida, find him everywhere. Thank you. (laughs) Tell Vince how fucking nice we are on the show because he probably think we're going to rip him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You guys are great. All right, bro. I'll let you later, bro. Later, later. (laughs) Let's close the show. Play it again. Yeah. Black sheep shit talking ass. Don't know how I know what the fuck I'm doing. Fuck this motherfucker. Let's go, Red Sox. Go, Blue Jays. Blue Jays. Hey, Drake, Drake. Let's go, Drake. Toronto, Blue Jays. Blue Jays. Blue Jays.